Nikki and DeMello for breakfast. 97.3 Coast FM. Nikki and DeMello for breakfast. Coast FM. So it turns out the mum voice isn't unique to humans. Apparently mother dolphins use a special voice when they talk to their calves. I've done a study of 19 bottlenosed female dolphins and uh, apparently like humans, they talk in a higher pitch to their bubs. Oh, I thought yeah. I was, the mum voice I was thinking was more like get back over here. Well, this, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's either cute baby talk yeah, yeah. or the dolphin equivalent of using your full name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On count to three. Yeah. Like if all <laughs> your friends jumped into a fishing net, would you do it too? Yeah. <laughs> Calm down unless, of course, you are the governor of the Reserve Bank. Philip Lowe, <laughs> not getting reappointed, according to all the reports. So, Well, not a popular man no, this year. No, no. Certainly. And look, you know, a bloke that's doing his job, but probably didn't help his cause just by some of the stuff that he said, I guess. Yeah. Angered people. Angered people. Yes. So I don't know who they'll get to replace him, but that is the word. I know. Who would want to do that? I know. Who it is would not. Who take that job? I mean, you know, it's a bit like, I mean, you know, you look at lots of jobs, <laughs> lots of political yeah. related jobs, and you go, I mean, sure, great, but, you know. Unpopular. About positions. as popular as a parking inspector, just quietly, you know? Yeah. 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 Anyway, good luck to whoever takes over that position as the governor of the Reserve Bank. No doubt mm. we'll, we'll plug you into that news today. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hollywood uh, goes dark. Like, the actors are joining mm. the writers for the... The, the, the strike. The strike. I mean, against AI, essentially, you know. That's, that's what they're worried about. They're worried yeah. about, you know, them coming up with, ide- coming up with ideas via AI, or, you know. It is a terrifying thing. Like, why would we, like, in the one thing... Like entertainment is kind of the one thing that you you shouldn't be able to automate it. It's all about creativity, well, you, you right? Think so, don't you? And then it's yeah, it's um, but yeah, going on on strike and then you know asking for more money probably isn't, uh, you know what I mean? Like when you've got yeah. AI or pay these people a lot more money, it's it's not very uh, are they not much of an incentive. For more money, or are they just making sure they don't want people to? Well, the writers want more money because they're um, oh, making well, they're they're asking them to write more. <laughs> oh, they are too. Yeah, and, res- and residuals for yeah, right, okay. Because you know, streaming and everything, they're pumping and the scripts out, and they're not getting paid any more for it. And uh, also, please don't replace us with robots. Yeah, I was actually, I was more, but don't replace me. I was reading a story where um, I think in Indonesia they've got like newsreaders now that cover some of the stories. But it's completely general. I think they're voiced by people. It's awful. But yeah, I know. I, look, you know, it's only a matter of time for anyone, really. And don't think, you know, don't think that they can't. I don't know. There's pretty much anything that they'd be able to replace, isn't there? Mm. It's a bit come of on, worry. people. We've seen the movies. We've watched iRobot. <laughs> Why would we want this? It is a good question. <laughs> We know what happens. In the well, I see. In the end, it's not the us that wanted it. It's you know people that go, oh, well, I can do this without having to pay as many people. Yeah, so. exactly right. It's the the people the people in charge are the ones that have to mm. make these decisions. But I guess money talks, doesn't it? It does. If it I does. can make more money or keep people on. So while we're here, uh, we've got your chance. <laughs> yeah. So it's only a matter of time before yeah. we're AI. Maybe we're AI now. Well, Nobody maybe, would well, even know. No, that's true. Uh, no, they'd be better than us. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> Coast FM scoreboard. That's right. Talking sport on a Friday and from 10 News First Perth, Steve Allen once again brings his morning joy. Good morning, Steve. <laughs> Thank you, Austin. <laughs> there uh, was yes. some questionable dance moves in this studio. Well, I mean... 
Anytime Madonna Beautiful Stranger comes on, all I think of is, yeah, baby, Austin Powers, and then I have to put on a frilly shirt and dance. It's the law. I have to witness it. Steve, we've worked together. You know this. You don't have the teeth for it. Yeah, Yeah, thanks. That's actually a plus. I'll go with that. (laughs) So, now, I guess the big question to start proceedings here is, in amongst all of the rebuilding, are the Eagles about to drop a veteran? It looks that way, and uh, we'll get some confirmation from uh, Adam Simpson. He'll speak a little later this morning. But, yeah, Andrew Gaff, really been struggling recently. Just six disposals last week. He's um, been so great for so long, Andrew Gaff, so I don't think we've been too disrespectful there. 268 games since 2011, but um, after just the six touches last week, and it's been a gradual slowing down. I think everyone's aware... Even when he does get the footy lately, it's not of the use that it once was. So they're going to drop him, I think. I suspect that's what will happen later today. And if he does and ends up in the waffle, yeah, he hasn't really, he hasn't played in the waffle uh, in well since 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be a bit of a shock for Andrew Gaff. Yeah, I imagine. That it, that would be a bit of a, a, a thud. Mm. So, oh yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And then, uh, I guess, readjusting to life after that. All right. And in the waffle, Peel heading to Jarrow. Hey. Oh, what time are you guys uh, making the trip? I mean, of all of all <laughs> weeks for you to promise to drive Darren to the game. It's, uh, you've been... <laughs> Yeah, I got tickets for sure. Yeah. You know what gets me out of this? Because this is technically a Thunder game, but in Geraldton against East Fremantle, that's very much (laughs) going to be a very much East Fremantle home game. It's sort of given away the home ground advantage. Mm. And yes, uh, it'll be a pro-East Fremantle crowd. Um, It's interesting playing up at WA Country Builders Stadium. um, And look... There's a curtain raiser game. I, I think they've got it the wrong way round because the curtain raiser will be Northampton playing, and the Northampton team will feature Josh Kennedy, former wow. West Coast Eagle, along with Mark Lacroix. Oh. They've always wanted to play again together uh, to see who can kick the most snags uh, <laughs> at this level. Uh, hopefully it gets ugly because I think that's what the fans <laughs> yeah, want. Yes. want. Yeah, exactly right. How is that? Pitch invasions, all the rest of it expected. I want to know what it is about Northampton because there is a lot of stars sure. that come from Northampton. Is it just there's nothing else to do? Uh, <laughs> they all play footy? <laughs> put it to any of them and that's probably the best suggestion. <laughs> it's something in the water. Yeah. So many greats of the game come from up there. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's heavy metals and and, uh, in the water, and uh, obviously that's an effect. <laughs> and boredom. And boredom, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there you go. Now, West Ham are in... I've seen a few pictures of people watching West Ham doing some training. West Ham, I think they'll train behind closed doors. They, they've been basing themselves at uh, at uh, Macedonia Park, that temporary home for the Perth Glory, but uh, all building up to tomorrow night against uh, the Perth Glory. Well, that's not really a big ballot. The big one is Tuesday night when they take on Tottenham. Mm. This should get a decent crowd uh, tomorrow night for the Perth Glory. Um, yeah, plenty of uh, the EPL stars in action um, and nice touch. That's, uh, they usually wear the big Bet- Betway sponsorship across their shirt. And nice. Betway has donated that spot for these uh, two games to the Dylan Tombidi's 
Foundation, the oh. DT38 Foundation, of oh, course. There you go. How lovely. Dylan, uh, Perth guy, played for West Ham, uh, sadly passed away of testicular cancer, and that charity is all about testicular cancer awareness. So oh. very nice touch for them. Um, although the Perth Glory have got a few problems, not that I think anyone is expecting the Glory to challenge West Ham, but um, they haven't played a game in months now. <laughs> And two of their most experienced players are still uh, unavailable through injury on top of the players who leave, you know, at the end of the season. There's going to be some youngsters getting a bit of a thrill tomorrow night. Mm. Oh, I see. How good would that be, playing against that kind of team, being like, oh, my goodness, oh, the stress. It would be phenomenal. As, and Kenny Lowe, so Kenny Lowe, the former glory coach, is back at the helm, albeit just for the two games, and at his best behind the microphone yesterday, just said, Tell the kids to put their best Batman outfit on and run around like four-year-olds. Uh, yeah, it's a shame he's not throwing his hat back in the ring for the full-time job because uh, he is very good in terms of the media, Kenny. Uh, but uh, we're expecting maybe a few names being thrown about, but we think Alan Stadgett, the former Matilda's boss, is the front runner for oh, the job there. Okay. Yeah, speaking right. of the Matildas, I mean, their game is on Savo. Yeah, the, 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 the farewell game for, before the World Cup, but uh, Matildas don't have to go far. But the, yes, uh, the Matildas taking on France tonight. You can catch that game on 10 bold, uh, along with the two West Ham games tomorrow night and Tuesday night against Tottenham. It's all on bold, five and three. Nice. So plenty to watch over the course of this weekend. As always, for the comprehensive wrap, Steve Allen, mm. we appreciate your time. Great pleasure. Nikki and Demello's Three Things You Need to Know. First off, as we head into the last weekend of these winter school holidays, a reminder to check out skating on Mandra's foreshore before it all wraps up for the season. Mm-hmm. So uh, do that or go hunting for the giants before they disappear as well. There's all yeah. sorts of things to do. Well, it's a nice clear weekend. So exactly. Outdoor activities at the top of the list. And Monday for a lot of people is also a student-free day. So, you know, that's also looking all right before An it all kicks day. back in. Um, Today, this uh, 14th of July, is Shark Awareness Day, which is an annual reminder to raise awareness of the incredible creatures that roam the ocean. They get a lot of bad press, and sure, they're Mm -hmm. not your bestie. Mm -hmm. They're not the most cuddly of sea creatures. I understand that. They are man-eating machines. They are, for sure, but they're just doing what they do. (laughs) They can't help it. It's not their fault. Clearly, they are a very important part of the ecosystem, too. For sure. We salute the survivors. I mean, they're the real dinosaurs. They've been swimming around. Definitely. Unchanged because they're quite effective. Yeah, <laughs> since the dinosaur days. Yep. So, salute to the sharks today. Yeah, uh, it's National Mac and Cheese Day today. Again, is it? What do you mean again? I feel like it was Mac and Cheese Day the other day. Maybe, maybe it was just maybe, <laughs> maybe it was just Pasta Day today. I, I, I swear it was Mac and Cheese Day really? on Monday or something. Wow, and it's also World Kebab Day today. Okay, yeah. If that's less controversial for you, maybe have. <laughs> A mac and cheese. Not controversial. I just feel like I can't handle that much mac and cheese. Yeah, but you know that you're honest. Like, there's 17 chocolate days over the course of the calendar. So why not mac and cheese days? Anyway, kebab day then. Why don't you have a mac and cheese kebab today? No, yeah, go on. You You know you need the carb loading. And it's also today's Bastille Day. Did you know that? Oh right. So 
France will be lit up. They normally do fireworks they will, and stuff. They will, absolutely. And they'll do the Eiffel Tower all yeah. pretty and stuff too. Marking the event that led to the end of the French monarchy and is today celebrated as like, you know, a day of French pride. So I imagine yep. eclairs and croissants will be abundant today. <laughs> yes. As well as people in berets with onions around their necks. We're fighting off vampires, aren't that's garlic? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, sure. doing lots of things. 97.3. Coast FM. Nikki and DeMello's Coast Feed. Coast Feed. Let's go! And reporting live from uh, the middle of the writer's strike, Nikki Parkinson. <laughs> oh, it's crazy out here. Thank you. Mm. Billie Eilish's Barbie song, What Was I Made For, has been released overnight. Nice. She released the music video as well, which features herself dressed in a Barbie-esque kind of 50s-style yellow dress sitting at a desk and trying to play with tiny versions of her previously worn iconic outfits as a storm rolls in, tries to blow in wind and rain and tries to blow it all away. Nice. Uh, it's very aesthetically pleasing. Um, anyway, here is the song, What Was I Made For? When did it end? All the enjoyment I'm sad again Don't tell my boyfriend It's not what he's made for What was I made for? Very pretty, as always. Yeah. Amazing song. Yeah, very lovely. Barbie and its soundtrack is out next week, July 20th. Hollywood actors have followed in the industry's writer's footsteps by going on strike overnight. The Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists National Board voted to strike after its contract ran out on Wednesday night following a two-week negotiation extension. The president of the organisation called the studio's responses to their demands insulting and disrespectful, adding, until they do ne negotiate in good faith, we cannot begin to reach a deal. The strike means actors cannot work on film and TV projects around the world or do any promotions, press or premieres for upcoming projects. This uh, affected the UK premiere of Oppenheimer yesterday with the cast of Christopher Nolan's highly anticipated flick walking out before the screening in solidarity with the strike. The cast includes Matt Damon, Cillian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Kenneth Branagh and Florence Pugh. Uh, they walked out before the beginning of the screening in London. Here's Emily Blunt and Matt Damon, Damon speaking on the red carpet uh, of the movie's premiere. Who knows? I mean, I think right now we're just sort of... I hope everyone makes a fair deal and we're here to just celebrate this movie and if they call it, we'll be leaving together as a cast in unity with everyone. And what, you'll, you'll be upping sticks? We're going to have to. It's going to be tough for... For, uh, for for the actor, for 160,000 actors. So nobody wants a work stoppage, but if our leadership is saying that the deal isn't fair, then then we got to we got to we got to hold strong till we get a deal that's fair for for, for working actors. For, you know, it's the difference between having health care and not for a lot of for a lot of actors, and and we got to do what's right by them. Mm. Actually, not everyone gets paid like Matt Damon. Exactly right. You could say, oh, but they get millions, but it's not about them. They're no. doing it for everybody else. Exactly. Uh, actors and writers last joined forces like this back in 1960 when Ronald Reagan was president of the Screen Actors Guild. And Elton John is going for EGOT status following his Emmy nomination yesterday. And EGOT, of course, is somebody who's won an Emmy. Grammy, Oscar and Tony. Right. His uh, Elton John Live 
Farewell from Dodgers Stadium special has been nominated for an Outstanding Variety Special Emmy. If he wins, he'll be the 19th person ever to receive EGOT status. Uh, he'll join the likes of Whoopi Goldberg, John Legend, Jennifer Hudson, Viola Davis, Barbara Streisand, Liza Minnelli and Cher. You go, girl. Woohoo! Nikki and DeMello. Back Monday from 6. 97.3 Coast FM.